Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 11th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the NFT Alliance on Polygon AMA, hosted by Taunt Battle World. Let's take a listen. How you doing? Good. How's it going with you, man? Good. Y'all made me lose in the first round. Oh, did you? Uh, did you play today and yesterday? Uh, today. Today, yeah, yeah. Well, short. Short-lived, my friend. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. I'm going to give an honest review of Taunt after okay. that experience. Okay, what, what is it? Does it, it I, guess it, I guess most people like it when they win a game more. I mean, that's kind of how, like, poker works, right? Is if you The first time you play and if you win, you're basically addicted. And if you lose right away, you're like, fuck this. Like, I'm not playing this anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it was a fun experience. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll wait, but I'll, I'll share some feedback uh, of the game. It was, uh, yeah, it's cool. There was a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, kind of, yeah, we're just starting to space, basically, guys. We're just kind of talking about, we did some uh, events yesterday. We Our first partner, our first prize, and our pr- first prize games, actual real prize pool. We gave away one of our Skull Pass uh, NFT, and then that comes back like Warrior. And then we also did a partnership with a couple of different uh, NFT communities and great communities, Dystopia AI, Hellcats, and Wrecked Wolf. And each one of those guys had their own event, their own 32-person event. They each gave away one of their own NFTs to the winners. And uh, so, yeah, that was pretty cool to kind of bring in some new partners and uh, kind of celebrate the, uh, you know, different partnerships that are taking place right now in this space. And, uh, and then, yeah, today we did our first ever hundred and 20, what was it? How many people we had in there? Like 118 actually got in there, but this is our biggest tournament so far. And that's for all communities to play in that. And then the winner of this one's going to win a skull pass and then a, a one NFT from each community as well, too. So we're kind of just, uh, discussing that a little bit. Rec Wolf is one of the one of the groups that we partnered with. So, so yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm curious, interested to hear your feedback and then, uh, you know, yeah, we can go from there. Yeah, sure. I, I don't know. I see ghosts here, uh, from wrecked wolf key. I think also participated in, in today's tournament. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but, uh, I like that it was really simple to sign up. I think, uh, you know, kind of getting started playing the game, is super easy uh and it doesn't require a lot of attention which i appreciate a lot so uh in terms of uh, simplicity i think it's very easy to to get started with the game Let's see if we can get uh get some people back in here again what's up rex sorry about that yo yo didn't that happen last time you were just you were like just getting talking and then it, it basically did the same thing y'all just don't want to hear me speak Nah, I mean, maybe, maybe. I don't know what's going on this thing, bro. Dude, yeah, I think- Spaces is w- kind of weak. 
dude space is fucking i mean compared to discord right like i'm used to just doing a a podcast on like on youtube using zoom right so it's always easy it never had it never has issue all right discord never really has issue but on on spaces it seems like this thing just for some reason just craps out or or has an error you can't hear certain people talk you know what i mean so it just doesn't make much sense so is elon buying or not buying twitter i kind of lost track is he gonna Dude, fix i this? think elon's getting sued big time by twitter and now he's like counter suing twitter it's kind of wild dude like they're like actually in a serious lawsuit like going right back at each other's throats like massive allegations of of frauds and bots and and illegally getting in and out of contracts and negotiation it's going to be fireworks how this ends but yeah it's pretty classic pretty entertaining yeah, it's way I've been I started following all this world, the crypto, politics, NFT, finance, whatever you want to call. It. I don't I don't even know how I would describe the world, but compared to what I'm used to following, which is mainly poker, I mean, this is like way more entertaining because like like Saba said, this guy pretended to like buy a company for $40 million and, and basically was just fucking with them. And now, you know, now they get to go back in court and who knows what the inside strategy is for why these guys are doing what they're doing because it's all this like this this legal game of uh, information warfare they're doing on some different kind yeah, of level. You guys, so, you guys see how much he sold? He sold like seven billion dollars worth of Tesla stock last week, or this week actually it was. Oh, that tweet was so good. He's like, "What floor should I sweep?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't dump it earlier. To be honest. But I, I was assuming he was dumping it for the Twitter deal, but but now I'm assuming the Twitter deal is not even going through. It's kind of crazy how it's all coming coming uh coming together. He had a really really good interview on uh, the Nelk Boys. Did you catch that one, Joey? Yeah, I I, uh, I mean I I don't really like their interview style that much. I think the questions they ask are kind of I mean obviously it's always great to hear the hear this guy talk and maybe the maybe the answers he gives that are more layman for like the, those kind of guys maybe it's actually good to hear. But I started listening to a bit of it, but I was like ah I don't really uh I don't, I don't want to listen to that one. I just listened to them He's with so the Andrew. I just listened to them with with Andrew Tate. Andrew so Tate, like, oh, yeah, I could probably <laughs> see you catch that one, but dude, he's. He's so smart, so smart. He was talking about like longevity and he thinks like right now humans actually have an ability to like basically live longer and be able to extend life, but at what cost and the people that would be the original ones that take advantage of this health technology of living longer would be all the ones that we don't want to be living longer. <laughs> it's kind of, it was kind of crazy. I was bringing it together, but it was a pretty solid interview he had on, on Nelk Boys this week and then headlined it with the $7 billion stock sell, which I'm surprised Tesla's even holding up the way that it is. How do you dump $7 billion of anything publicly in one week? That's like crazy to even think about. There should be like an offboarding plan. Yeah. To, to- to be to be more correct, it was six point nine. You know, so obviously classic, the meme culture. <laughs> people are like, "Oh, he sold, so let's buy." You know, that's so classic in a, in a classic fashion, right? Yeah, guys, we're uh, we're joined here by uh, by Saba, one of the co-founders of Palm Battle. Where was that great? The nice skull, the skull image you got there. I think I've seen that this one with the white background, but looks pretty sweet. And uh, we got one planet up here. One planet is a. NFT marketplace. So shout out to them. 
And uh, yeah, thanks everybody else for joining in right now a little bit. Uh, yeah, before we got disrupted, Rec uh, was talking about how he uh, played the game today. Unfortunately, Sabi lost in the first round, so he didn't really get much playing time. So he's got oh, a tilt. So natural I tilt. Uh, I love to see it. As uh, a degenerate yeah. poker player, you love to see it. No, I like I like the new players to win. I want the new players to stick around. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like if you, if you're a new player and you have a good winning session the first time you go play, you're like, damn, I got to get back to the casino and play. But you go out there and you lose the first time. You're like, man, you know that next time you might not want to come play. So I just really want to see just some real donkeys win. So like the the high net worth or the skilled players just start falling into tent tilt and just spew out to the community that'd be a best case scenario we've seen that before right joey uh yeah i mean that's how, that's how a lot of poker world works out so a lot of this but yeah uh wrecked uh yeah tell us more tell us what you thought about your game the feedback and you mentioned earlier you saw a lot of potential with it yeah i think uh what was just mentioned now is what we're trying to capture or or what i would try to capture if i was developing the game and that's that trash talking element um you know, this is a fighting game. I, I love the genre. I was big in uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee. I don't know if everyone's probably familiar with that game. But fun game, right? But what's cool about it is you could, you know, it, it's a four-player game. You could trash talk your friends, and you had recognizable characters in the game. So, so that's kind of my feedback for it. Uh, a way, an easier way of communicating with the opponent and kind of shit talking them, I think would be really cool. I don't know if that's in your, <laughs> if that's in your plans, but when it's streamed on that little Twitch stream, would be cool to kind of have a little bit more engagement there. Um, recognizable characters is the second thing I mentioned. So basically, I think we talked about this last time. It'd be really fun to get some of the pfp community on the characters or, or you know these characters being the pfp models so wrecked wolves fighting board ape yacht club fighting doodles fighting cool cats something like that again to get the blood boiling and to get that comp competitive spirit going um i think that th those things would be really good so more interaction uh, recognizable characters but like the basis is really easy really cool you just come in you sign up and you know it streams it's like one two three clicks and you're done and i enjoy that i don't i don't have time to learn like the game or to be good at it that that's going to take even more time so i kind of enjoy this this uh passive way of doing it but i'd like to engage a little more by by shit talking my opponent so th that's my kind of impression first impression uh like the simplicity maybe more depth in terms of engagement well yeah uh Simon can speak a little bit on that i mean first thanks for the feedback and yeah i remember last last time we talked uh you know i mentioned the, the second part and, and saba's gonna be able to dive a lot more into that but i mentioned that that second part is exactly one of the big plans for, for Ton is just to basically, right, you can partner with anybody, which is the Oh, real, God. I'm, it, I'm walking around in a circle, guys. I'm walking around in a circle. It's, it's, it's good to get off sometimes the dev calls and, and all the bullshit just to get back in the weeds with the degens because that's who I am and I love you guys because I'll tell you yeah, one thing. Been, I missed this part. Yeah, we've been in the lab. We've been in the lab. 
Saba, we're, we're, you guys don't know, Saba is basically grinding partnership calls uh, right now, trying to help build out the game and trying to help uh, with some of the plans we got forward moving forward with some of the IP that we're going to bring into the game. So kind of what you said, Rec, like that's that's mainly what Saba is the, the man at is just kind of figuring out those strategies and then talking to those people and then building out those deals because you know a lot of that stuff it might seem like oh you know you partner with the board ape and then the board ape goes in the game but you know a lot of what goes into it with partnering with another brand takes a lot of build out a lot of work a lot of character design so it'd be great if it was that easy of a process but i think saba saba you can speak more about that right so yeah so i mean I, I think nope okay also mentioned number one which is more engagement and i think obviously that's something that we got to figure out in some ways is how can we you know for me i like that element too maybe maybe it won't be a part of things as well but i love that trash talking part you know shit talking and there's going to be ways for you to express your character in the game with nfts yeah it uh, doesn't have to be you know free text because because that can get degenerate real quick but but some okay. sort of emojis some sort of teabagging or, or you know a variation of that <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's uh, a, that's actually move. gonna happen. <laughs> that's that's you know I don't know if you remember uh, that game called Killer Instinct, um, fighting game again, kind of like a Mortal Kombat. They used to have this finisher at the end. It was super like degrading, but I think at the same time that it captures the the feel of of crushing your opponent because because that's what you want at the end of the day. You want that satisfaction uh you know winning versus someone else <laughs> because that actually is right, i can't even buy are you are you on the team what's going on here because i'm gonna start of, blowing your mind i'm gonna start blowing your mind with some updates i know it's been a while that's why i wanted to acknowledge number one because number one he was basically answering uh oh, he dude. was asking a perfect question right i was like oh so this guy this good guy thing to suggest Rec, you're you're on fire. So I'm gonna just start dropping some alpha. We've been really quiet. I mean, uh, Joey's kind of highlighted the team's been working great. Uh, we were really stoked about this first real stab at a partnership, and I think there's plenty of synergies down the line. But when you're talking about strategy, when you're talking about execution, when you're talking about really the roadmap of what we're creating and, and why we're so excited, um, why we're dedicating so much so many resources and moving so quick on the development side is we really believe that we're fundamentally creating something that co-marketing and expansion will come, but the priority here is to develop the game, have a playable out outlet. Um, and you named a couple things, so I'll kind of just jump right through it to a T. So the whole vision of Top Battle World is to be a Fortnite, right? We are establishing our own IP, but we're, we're in the process of bringing in um, different other Web3 communities, guild, guild brands, uh, think about even movies, think about uh, different movie franchises, think about old IP. Um, that's our goal here at Tom Battle and that's what we're working towards. But uh, to get started, obviously, there's a lot of testing, there's a lot of trial, there's a lot of game design, there's a lot of game balancing. These are all things that, especially looking at our CEO, Jeff Laboon, that he's bringing to the mix, uh, being a mobile gaming guy and understanding that you have to worry about all those things initially set a strong foundation for the game and then really start to build and pour gasoline when we're ready in the times there. But we are exploring all those things. And the goal is to bring all this IP into the mix. Um, you nailed a couple things right on the nail. Um, I went, we hammered them right on the nail, I should say. And uh, one of them in particular was engagement. So one of the things that keeps us apart, that makes us stand out is our really patent pending engagement tool that our parent company has, Turnt Gaming. 
So when we have our official beta launch, we'll have an engage to view, uh, watch to earn, um, engage to earn, play to earn aspect. That's basically this overlay that will lay on our esports stream, or in this case, our top battle world fights. So you'll be able to compete during the stream um, and, and answer questions for actual in-game tokens or in-game currency. So imagine watching the fight that you just watched, but being able to bet on your character on the side, who's gonna get to the final four, right? Who's gonna get the most knockouts to strike? See the live odds on who's gonna win. What race is gonna get to the final four? What's the, gonna be the winning race? All these questions, what's the over under on the match can all be competed with in the, in the actual ecosystem. And we'll have a demo of this technology, which is already built out from our parent company, Turret Gaming. We'll have a demo of this probably within the next few weeks. So people could actually see what that will look like on uh, on a top battle world fight, which is super exciting. We believe this is going to be a game changer for onboarding users. We believe this is going to be a game changer for user acquisition, right? Because now you have an ecosystem for someone that has the money to be going out and playing these games and affording the NFTs, but also for someone that could just be a viewer that's trying to compete on the sidelines. So first and foremost, that type of shit gets me super excited that you're already seeing it. Um, in addition to that, you'll have emoji wars, you'll have the ability to be able to type things out. Um, you'll have different engagement features. Well, you'll maybe you get boost for our main matches. If you get X amount of likes, you get certain certain types of benefits in the game. So people could start to rally behind their favorite character and provide um, some kind of boost within the algorithm. And I think to take it even to a kind of a, the next layer really of of where it's gonna go is, uh, you're going to build a world and an ecosystem where more and more people can get involved and, and it becomes more of a circular economy. So when you look, think about Taunt, and I think this is kind of comes back to our original days of like Call of Duty Mobile or whatever have you for Fortnite, the actual world uh, name Taunt Battle World, we're going to have intros and outros that are all going to be NFTs. You can have your favorite DJ or favorite song as, as you win. And it's celebrations as well, just as you see in Call of Duty or Fortnite. Those taunts, quote unquote, taunts will all be uh, celebrated, celebratory moves. It could be uh, a dance move. It could be a teabag. It could be whatever you have. But uh, these are all things that are in the roadmap and we are developing. And sometimes we've been quiet, but um, sometimes I get on spaces and kind of leak what's in the background. So uh, either which way, I, I kind of wanted to hop in and kind of shed some light there. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for that, Saba. Rex, do you have any maybe uh, follow-up or, or questions or, or maybe thoughts based off that? Yeah, sounds exciting. Um, you know, a lot of the tech is... Uh, I, I'm a simple guy, right? Uh, uh, the, all the that you described, it's funny because we had something similar where you can kind of gamble on the side and, and, and bet on who's going to win. But, but I think it, it, it can be done simply, right? I think you already have the fundamentals. Um, like the game works, and these are kind of like extra layers on top of it, like the cherries on top. Uh, but for me, uh, things can be done like pretty easily just by streaming the, the game and kind of having an open chat in Discord or whatnot. I know y'all are kind of building it out, but, but I yeah. think the basis is already there. Um, but, but, and with more community engagement and having like PFPs fight each other, I think that's going to be the big one. But I know y'all are working on the IP. Maybe Wrecked Wolf can be part of the, you know, uh, one of the fighters. 
just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I mean, I think that's definitely, you know, partnerships and things like that, that we are looking for. And, and I don't know if how, you know, how, I guess, uh, you know, obviously when you go on like a partnership strategy, you can choose to partner with, you know, any IP, you can choose to partner with IP that, you know, you can choose to partner with, uh, you know, more strategic kind of things like that too. So I think Saba's got more, uh, kind of information you can maybe share about that or alpha you can drop in terms of like how he's maybe thinking about that. And obviously what you said is the exact same thing I thought initially when I saw the game, I was like, if you can have two anything fight each other and play heads up and play for money, then like that's something, right? Like uh, plenty of people are, they're willing to play anything, right? We do these rumbles in discord, 55 people show up to it, right? Like people are literally ready to do anything one V one for some money. So if you got a fighting game where they actually, they got these characters, you have different IP that you know, and they're fighting each other and someone's winning the match and there's like a best of three or best of five or best of seven. And the moves are looking sick and they can do these finishers and do these intros. I was like, well, you know, this idea has got so much potential if the game actually works. So obviously building that working game is one of the first steps. And then now with the web three style, building out the, the in-game currency, in-game asset sort of ecosystem is obviously the the next challenge that I think we're going to have to face here at Taunt. And, uh, you know, to me, that is really what's going to decide the direction that it goes, depending on how that goes. And I'm curious, Sal, but what, what are your thoughts on that sort of with what you've been seeing? I mean, we're fired up, dude. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I think there's sometimes a disconnect to where we're at, where other people are at, where the industry's at, and just standard people that are trying to build in the web three industry. We're building a game that's very tailored to web 2.5. We've always been that way. We've always said it from the get go. Um, we love web three. We believe in web three, but we really think that big gamers are coming, coming in from web two. So we want to build something exactly like Rec was saying, that was easy, that's sustainable. The biggest issue in games right now is, is churn and how can you get more people onboarded? We think our engage to earn is a huge marketing tool. We think our ability to bring other IP in is a huge marketing tool. And that's really what we're focusing in on. Um, we haven't had a massive marketing push for a massive raise. We haven't done a token drop. We haven't raised a bunch of money that's not been privately held or privately owned by our parent company. So for us to get where we're at already, where you see plenty of other NFT projects with empty promises, see plenty of other Web3 products, coins that are having these massive raise, massive token raises, whatever have you, millions of dollars in the pipeline and then they go and hire a gaming studio we're doing things flip that shit backwards compared to everything that's been happening the last year is we're we dropped the game we built the team we're developing the tech we're developing the, everything from bottom up and then we're going to go to market when we know we have the best marketing plan so that that's what excites me and i think that's what a lot of people are working on behind the scene that not my everyone might see but but yeah i mean we got live with our alpha it's been less than a month and even right now, we have a workable game, which already puts us in the upper 99.9 .9 percentile of the industry, which is funny, but it's the actual truth. I think I could list less than probably 15 real games in the Web3 space right now. So that's, that's something that I'm hyped up by just in general. We've already added layers like updated animations, updated things like, um, for example, rune activations, uh, updated celebrations, updated different fireball spits or designing teams working out on a whole other uh, different layer of potentially things that I'll just kind of hint you guys off like arenas and, and different IP integration. Um, we've also added besides the rune activations, different stances as you guys have seen. So 
the base layer is there. And now it's, it's about adding all the different things on top of that foundation. Um, so in the next coming weeks, you're going to start to see us uh, doing a lot of demos and samples of the EngageTurn platform, uh, which we think will be launched uh, closer to our beta. But um, think of things like skins, wearables, weapons, right? Um, all those will be components into the game. And, and as things like our Engage to Earn feature will come out, um, we'll be able to take a lot of the feedback we're getting in. Um, and I hear you loud and clear. Uh, obviously, on our roadmap, we want to have celebrations. We want to have taunts, quote unquote, taunt battle world. But uh, maybe those are a little bit layered towards when our beta comes out, um, when we think it's necessary. Right now for us, we're probably focusing a little bit more on things like security, right, scalability, game balance, uh, making sure that um, things like the algorithm are all lined up because uh, we're just getting started. But maybe that sheds a little bit more light. And um, this feedback is great, by the way, Rack. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. It's my first experience also, I think, with a play tour and game or my second one, um, if, if something like coin flip counts. So I thought it was pretty intuitive in terms of, you know, again, kind of signing up and doing everything. So I thought it was simple enough to, for me to come back to another tournament and, and try to gamble and, and win something. <laughs> so, so that's a good job on you guys. And I'm looking forward to seeing how it all develops. Um, will, you know, mentioned this game balancing, I think will have to be critical. And one idea is just making everything super balanced but then you're kind of losing a bit on the gamification aspect and it just becomes like a gambling, you know, kind of like a coin flip <laughs> game, uh, but, 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 but dressed up. So I'm looking forward to seeing how y'all handle this because for now, I think it's, it's uh, the balancing. I think that there's no details on how the algorithm works, uh, but once you start incorporating more skills or, or runes, then that can get also very tricky. So Wondering what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, absolutely. Those are some great questions. I think first and foremost, I was really deep into the world of play to earn. I've been in crypto for a while. Um, I've seen it all. I have a graveyard of thousands of NFTs, like probably some of you DGENs on here. I've been waiting for different companies to be pumping out their games. Still haven't seen updates in years. So I've seen all the bullshit. I've been rugged. I've done it all. I've made... A lot of money. I don't want to say how much. I've lost a lot of money, just like a lot of you guys. I think uh, coming from my world of knowing games and being in mobile gaming, coming from my world of being in crypto since 2016, um, you see a lot of things that work and don't work and fusions within the industry. So uh, in particular, I think something that's unique about us and the way that we're building not only our game, but our game design and our white paper is you saw... And I'm not trying to talk smack because I still own so many damn assets in this game that really sucks because it was worth probably numerous houses at one point. But if you look at Zed Run, right? When you look at Zed Run and you get a bad horse in Zed Run, what happens? There's breeding now involved. There's inflation. They're having a hard time onboarding users. There's no deflationary mechanism for NFTs. And all of a sudden you get a bad horse. It's a dead horse, right? It just inflates the market. So one of the key things that we're doing and we're really prideful about is all of our fighters actually start at a base layer, right? So this is just some straight alpha for you guys. Every fighter starts with the same base layer algorithm. There's different things and different features and different layers. 
Uh, maybe uh, a squid has better brain management, or let's just say an undeath has a tendency to have a higher lifespan. So these type of components or breeds within the game will naturally have their advantages. Then you look at advantages within the arenas. The arenas will have an advantage. Each race will have an arena. If we have an IP partner, that IP partner could have um, an advantage on that, their own arena. So all these things will have basically a rhythm to the algorithm. But then if you go one layer deeper, you'll notice that in certain scenarios, if I have a fighter that's super agile and I'm able to put him in a defensive stance or an aggressive stance, that might actually put another twist to that layer. So for us, even though all our fighters are completely starting at zero and are base layered, we're going to be adding different features like training or whatever have you as the game develops over the next few months. Well, you'll start to see you're able to basically take that same character and take him on a different journey or be able to utilize his genes to best utilize based off of what that tournament structure looks like. So a lot of this stuff we haven't released yet. A lot of this stuff we probably won't even release. But knowing that every one of your fighters is valuable is so key that I think we haven't even really drove that marketing message. But you'll, you don't know who's going to be the, the whatever winner for whatever fighter. You might have a common that right now you might not think is worth much. But depending on the tournament and depending on how you fight the fighter, it could be a, a winner down the line, right? It could be a winner that takes you completely to the the season championship that wins you thirty to forty fifty thousand uh, dollars in in a few months once the game's up and live. So so that's what I think is important. I think I wanted to note that because every fighter is worth something or it's worth um, something for somebody in this ecosystem. The second thing is naturally rares are gonna be hot, right? Rares look cooler. They're gonna have the aesthetic please of everything. But what you'll see with our rares is they'll have the ability to have multipliers in tournament winnings. They'll be able to have things like the ability to earn more when you're doing the watch and earn aspect, right? So not, not, not only will they have an aspect of being looking cool and have a natural demand in that, in that, in that scenario, but they might have the ability to uh, get better faster, right? Or be able to train quicker or be able to fight more. So all those things will be have advantages for that fighter. But with that being said, every fighter is worth something. And I think that's key for us, knowing how we want to create an ecosystem where there is value A through Z, not just uh, an ecosystem where only 5% of the assets in that have value, right? So now looking at our engaged turn model again and why we're so adamant on the, this fully patented uh, tech that our parent company made, is the fact that now I could be someone that can afford an NFT and there's an ecosystem for me. I could be someone that not only affords an NFT, but can afford a top tier rare NFT and there's an ecosystem for me. Or I could be someone from, let's just say Brazil or Southeast Asia, that's a big gamer that used to be an Axie player that doesn't have that much money. It might be working his way as a scholar in a guild. And I could be in the top battle world ecosystem and be able to watch and earn and just having a MetaMask competing onto different tournaments, get lucky enough to win enough taunt um, that I'm now able to buy an entry-level fighter and win a mid-tier fight. And all of a sudden, now I'm competing with the best of the best. So that ecosystem of having that environment for all these different types of people is what's so damn key for us, right? As we're looking at growing, and growth isn't necessarily going to come in the next coming weeks. 
right now, what's important for us is let's go find the partnerships. Let's go find the people that understand mobile gaming, the people that understand where the future of Web3 is going to be. And let's make sure that they have a strong foundation and are believers in the platform long-term because that's what's going to take you to the next level. Because when we start to bring in all the users from uh, our Twitch streams or all the users that are doing the watching and all, all the scholars, or we team up with all the guilds, or we team up with all these different other IP integrations, and we start to start to actually build momentum, we already have such a strong foundation of people that weren't bought in, but that were sold in on a long-term vision. And that's what takes you to the next level, right? We're in no rush. It's a bear market. Builders are building right now. And that's kind of, uh, I hope that kind of brings into a light a little bit more of where we see ourselves and where, where we want to go as a whole organization. So you're saying we should, I shouldn't floor my, my loser fighter, uh, even though I got it for free from y'all, but I, I should keep it, you know, he might improve. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. I, we're going to have features that aren't even released yet or even talked about, but uh, first off game design is going to be completely retweaked when we go live. So everything that happens in the alpha is just going to be, um, obviously for test and trial. And that's something we've been pretty open about, but looking at when the beta even launches and your fighter is losing still then when things are fully live, uh, yeah, there's going to be plenty of different environments where maybe you went into uh, a standard tournament. That's three rounds. That's uh, about two minute rounds. But what happens when we change the algorithm to one round that's straight 10 minutes, first one, but you have a way a lot higher lifespan, right? Or health bar. So all of a sudden now your fighter might be performing way different in that environment, right? Or we add things like training and, and, and all that, the aspects of increasing um, X, Y, and Z of your attributes through um, these different training mechanisms. So those are the type of things that are in the pipeline that are in our roadmap. Um, but uh, naturally we haven't really been out front and public about it because you got to kind of keep that stuff close to your chest unless you get me on a, on a spaces on 10 milligrams of Adderall where I just start talking. And that's, that's why uh, I'm not allowed to be on these all the time. So you're blamed, what you're saying is blamed on 10 milligrams of Adderall. It gets me talking when I'm not supposed to talk probably. But the good thing is Jeff's never on, never on the spaces middle of the day. I know he's got some uh, calls to be on, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to keep opening it up and, I uh, see if anyone else has any questions while I'm on, and if not, I'll I'll uh, get back yeah, to kind of, kind of just to kind of just to um, follow up on a little bit what you said, right? Just to make it more clear, basically, right now, you know, we don't know which fighters are going to be the best fighters quite yet. So, you know, any fighter theoretically could end up being very valuable as the game develops. So, you really won't know until the game actually starts, and you start putting your fighter into things, and you start seeing how the the, the combining system works for the different fighters. So, you know, there's a lot of possibilities in terms of where you could potentially find value at from one of the fighters. So I think, yeah, that's, that's, that's to me, I find that pretty interesting. And, uh, you know, obviously there's a whole rarity tier as well system with the five rarity tiers. So, of course, to me, intuitively, it would make sense that the mythics are more coveted because they might have higher multipliers like Saba said on Engage to Earn and, and also on multipliers in terms of what they can win. So it'll be interesting for me to see how that market develops and, you know, what is valued at what and then what kind of prizes that some of these things. Can, you know what I mean? So that, that whole part to me is is quite fascinating. And uh, and like you said, Wrecked, right? The challenge, of course, is to 
is to make all this work right. That's basically been the plan since the game's been developed for since last year. So, right, that's the main goal, right? How do you make all these things work? So these guys have a lot of experience in the, in the gaming design industry and and figuring this figuring this exact question, exact problem out. So I think that uh, that's what we're going to see start to develop over time. And uh, but yeah, Sab obviously dropped a lot of a lot of information right there. So if you're thinking about our you know, kind of our ecosystem and the, the warriors and the skull pass and, you know, kind of just look at the utility that the skull pass has and sort of imagine as the ecosystem develops, what exactly some of those utilities could be worth. And, uh, and yeah, especially once we put up real prizes and the token ecosystem, right. You can start to see the vision come together in terms of like, well, you know, where could you benefit or, or how do you play this game well, or what other ways could you see a return potentially versus just like playing the game, which, is usually one way and then so there'll be other ways too so yeah Tom, like you said if anybody else wants to come up tim maybe tim wants to come up maybe uh maybe Giannis over here would like to come up vibe crypto julian if any guys had a question raise your hand and uh one of our hosts will let you up here i actually had a question in regard to how much interest you guys have gotten from gamers and specifically maybe people that that stream and uh, are looking for a way to get into web3 and just don't really i guess haven't found a game that uh, or an nft project that focuses on gaming first obviously there's a lot of projects that build out like uh, a DeFi system first to try and make some money and then they start to build out the game after kind of what you were saying earlier Sava. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's the biggest question in the entire industry, right? How do you bridge that gap? There's a lot going on right now. I could tell you, not even necessarily for Turnt Gaming or Taunt Battle World. There's a lot going on as far as the smartest people in the ecosystem, engineer and dev wise, of how we could basically move everything from cross chain, or actually from single chain to cross chain, right? How can we bring everyone together? How can we kind of bridge that gap? Uh, how can we have a game environment live on Polygon, but yet someone that's in finance could still play that game and share the key thing for us in particular that we've been really diving deep into is tournament liquidity, right? How can we kind of combine all that? So so for us, I think uh, the key things that we're doing in particular um, that we have somewhat dived into, but we haven't even really showcased is A, we're going to try to make the onboarding process as easy as possible, right? MetaMask will kill 95% of all that transition from Web 2 to Web 3. And that just bottom line, all of us on here, we've done it, we've been there, we're comfortable with taking a bunch of random digits, depositing a thousand bucks to buy ETH and then sending those random digits to another downloaded software and it vanishes. It, to us, we're just numb to it, but to the normal person, it's it just so obscene. So. I think bridging that gap of taking that MetaMask away, making single sign-in like you see right now for a lot of the different Web2 things that are on. So imagine being able to log in with your Google account. Imagine being able to log in with your Facebook account. I think uh, you'll start to see probably not anytime soon this year, but towards 2023, you'll start to see actual mobile apps where you'll start to see Play to Earn or Web3 games going on an actual app and bridge through to the app store or android devices that will bring tons of tons of new gamers um so i think those are kind of hit a, hit a couple of points i think for us we have a strategy that we want to kind of go through with 
let it be the combat community or let it be uh, web web two or web three integration, but one on the IP licensing side, but that kind of we'll go and dive into. I know vibes, you have your hand up for a bit if you want to chat. Let, let me actually add one more thing on because he basically asked about um, you know streamers and people playing the game and influencer marketing essentially. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, de definitely. We, we have a lot of interest in that. You know, we've already had people that are, that would be, they're basically there ready to go once the game really gets going and the prizes get going and it starts being developed more and there's, and there's more to stream. So I think that's one of the strengths of, of the team here is partnerships, not only with, with uh, other communities, but also with streamers. I mean, I'm, I've got big channels in the poker world on my YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. So you know, I work with my entire community in terms of the people who are making content and streaming and you know, all those people. And then also the uh, rest of the team, we all work in that industry as well, too, just in, in gaming, influencer culture, content creator culture and, and working with influencers and working with gamers. And uh, we have partnerships with some real big esports teams as well, too, that we just uh, more like on a, on a on a private life side. So, you know, those those resources and potential are always there. It's just a matter of figuring out the the right steps to do. Yeah, right, right on, Joey. I think it's just making sure the ecosystem's ready for it, right? We just had our first and we're stoked about it, but this was 120 people, right? We don't, we don't have an ecosystem, which we'll get there in the next few weeks, maybe even the next month. Um, our goal by, by the beta is to be throwing 5,000 people tournaments, right? Full on, free to play, large scale. Um, and then when it comes down to things like influencers, making that entire environment sorry i got a call making that entire environment come together that's the world we came through we were we've been doing mobile production or mobile gaming production we've been doing obviously joey's uh one of the one of the top tier guys in the poker industry for that entire um scope of work but we've been doing that with esports with brands with influencers that's the world that we came from so for us that's probably our strength where that just takes a, a few months to get there Hey, what's up, fellas? I got a question. I got a question for you guys, man. I appreciate everything you guys been doing. It looks like you guys been working hard, you know, trying to get this game going. You know, that's awesome. I'm a little confused. Hopefully you guys can unconfuse me. From what you describe with the characters, it seems like there's a potential that people can, I don't know if I'm reading it wrong, but people can create a character that will dominate all the time and always have that best character to be able to defeat everybody. I don't know if I'm reading wrong for what you said. If you could just, you know, help me out with that, because I seem a little confused as to how that would be prevented from somebody to create a character to just defeat everybody. Yeah, I, I don't think, uh, I, maybe there was some misconfusion there. No one's able to create a character, so you have to still be able to uh, actually be able to mint a character, but your character will have different areas of being able to train and be able to strengthen different uh, attributes that are part of the algorithm. So let it be increased speed, increased uh, health, increased defense, increased agility, right? Those are all components that uh, through when our training mechanisms are going to come out are actually going to be able to uh, add some extra attributes to your character. But all our characters, when they get started, will be starting at the same base layer, actually. So there's not going to be a massive advantage off the gate for having a top tier character like you see in some other ecosystems versus a common, right? But there will be additional features for that rare in aspects like tournament earnings multiples, right? Aspects of like being able to uh, contribute or enter more tournaments or have different, different other strengths that aren't necessarily 
completely tied to performance. Does that make sense, Vibes? Not quite. Yeah, it makes a, it makes a, it makes a little more sense when you describe. So I have a question. Um, Joey, are you are you losing him too, or is that just me? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's breaking for me. It's kind of, can you hear me now? Like a robot. Hey, let me hear. I, I can hear you now. Yeah, it's a little robot here, vibes. Uh, no worry, man. I was on a little bit of a rug dome. My fault. Oh, but um, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, continue. Uh, continue what you thought. Yeah. So, yeah. So my my question is, you know, to prevent some kind of issue to have that dominant player, uh, if in case it arises, are you guys gonna have like a different type of tournament? Let's say for. Uh, different characters that might not be as skilled as the powerful one. Like, for example, if you have somebody that's capable of training a character, uh, I don't know, 24 hours a day, just hypothetical, compared to somebody that can only train a character an hour or two a day. Will there be Absolutely. different tournaments set up for those people? Yeah, so there'll be a limit on how much you could, obviously, very similar to a lot of mobile games, a limit to how much you could train your character, capping it off to something like once every 24 hours or once every three days. But it's a big mobile strategy in doing things like that because it keeps people very engaged. Um, so I think that's the first point. The second point that you hit right right on was we're going to have tournaments for squids only. We're going to have tournaments only for undeath the race, undeath. We'll have, we'll have tournaments for white hairs, right? So not only will there be tournaments for different actual races, there'll be tournaments for different tiers. There'll be tournaments with different rules of engagement. So things are continuously going to be rotating. Um, throughout uh, throughout the entire entire series, so hopefully that answers that. Yeah, that do, that does answer uh, you know my question. So it kind of gives me a good idea as to what's going on. You know, if I could be upfront with you guys and uh, just be honest, I've been um, in the background just watching what you guys are doing since you guys been started. It seems like you guys are doing you know very well in the project. Uh, there's one concern that I have. I don't know if you guys could help me. You know, kind of figure this out. Across a lot of boards, there's always been the same thing where if anything that Floyd Mether, Way Mether, yeah, Mayweather has uh, invested in has always gone downhill. What do you guys say to that? Because it seems to me that he's invested in you guys, but you guys are doing actually something positive. But that seems to be like a red flag for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really, really good call out. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I kind of agree with you on some, some notes, right? For us, I want to be very clear on this. Floyd Mayweather did not invest in us. We have bought in the licensing of Floyd Mayweather. We bought in the licensing of Chris Cyborg. We bought the licensing of Deontay Wilder. There's plenty of other people that we've bought in or talking to about their licenses, but we're just not there because we're not doing our blockbuster drops yet, right? We're still working on development. But our, our goal is to bring in combat fighters and then from there move on into IP integrations. Let it be like Rec was saying, uh, web three communities, let it be branded uh, fighters from different guilds, let it be movies like Walking Dead, right? That's the goal down the line, but we're starting with RIP and, and combat fighters before we move a little bit further forward. So um, I do hear you, and I think Floyd and his team have, um, have had some misconnections and miscommunications when it came to their web three strategy. For us, we're not depending on any kind of uh, need for any of that on our strategy. It's simply going to be, I uh, think, about 50 or 100 different Floyds that are going to be in-game characters. Think about 50 or 100 different Chris Cyborgs that are going to be in-game characters. Um, when we have our, our larger beta drop at the end of the year and we're really starting to push marketing, 
Uh, when you go and you mint a character, you might get a squid, you might get a undeath character, you might get um, hypothetically a, um, without me saying anything that's not released, you might get a Chris Cyborg, you might get a Floyd Mayweather, um, you might get another IP character um, or, or a fighter, but uh, that's kind of how we're intertwining it. Um, what else is really interesting about Floyd in particular, since you bring it up, we have the Money Mayweather branding. So think about things like uh, gloves that are Money Mayweather branded, uh, hoodies, all those in-game items could be something we're, we're pushing rather than the actual Floyd Mayweather integration. But I hear you. Hey, man, I appreciate the honesty, yeah, man. I, I, I didn't know that you guys actually licensed it, man. That's 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 really good, man. I appreciate that. Hey, I got to drop off of here, head back to work. I appreciate everything you guys doing. I put my character in for the first time. Let's see how it goes, man. Thanks oh, yeah. for everything, guys. Yeah, yeah. Stay, stay in too, but I think we're uh, we're still trying to decide when, but we're not too far away from throwing some cash games out there uh, once we finalize a couple of things on the back end. So stay in tune, and hopefully we can start pumping out some cash and, and going from there. Hey, I'm here, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks, man. Later. Thanks, Vibes. Cool, yeah. Thanks. Uh, good questions by Vibes there. Yeah, but uh, Giannis, I think Giannis up here as well, too, the speaker. Giannis, do you have uh, any questions or uh, what you want to ask? Hey, guys. Good evening or good morning. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you perfectly. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, first of all, uh, I want to thank uh, you guys and uh, the Stop AI because uh, yesterday I won an NFT a fighter from uh, uh, a raffle in uh, Distop AI. And uh, later I won, by fighter actually, uh, won the uh, Hellcat uh, tournament. Let's uh, go. Yeah. Let's go. What a run out. What a run out. <laughs> Giannis Take participated it. in all the tournaments and all the raffles, man, I'm sure. <laughs> Giannis, when you get oh. you to Vegas. Yeah, appreciate you, brother. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm really thankful for that. I, I still don't know what I won from the prizes, but, uh, you know, it, it's a win, so we celebrate this, first of all. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, secondly, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you know, I didn't watch all the matches, my Warrior, but uh, I, I saw some. Uh, I liked the game mechanics. Uh, I have two questions, actually. Uh, the first one uh, is... Um, I know that you guys talked about, uh, you know, implementing different uh, NFTs from different uh, communities and projects inside the game. Uh, one very good example I wanted to ask uh, if it will be in the game are the defenders of uh, Distop AI, since they are already 3D integrated uh, and, uh, you know, uh, ready for uh, games and uh, uh, metaverses or anything. Uh, so that's question number one. And uh, question number two is, um, have you guys thought about uh, staking, let's say, the NFTs? Uh, the owners can stake their NFTs and uh, rent them to gamer guilds uh, in order to acquire, let's say, some passive income or something? Per perfect, perfect question, Giannis. Perfect question. Saba would, would yeah. love to answer number two uh, and uh, also number one. So, yeah, thank you very much for the feedback. And, and once again, uh, yeah, thanks for playing. and. And uh, yeah, well, well, I mean, basically, right, that your prizes that you won or you won a skull pass from Taunt Battle World once you and then with the skull pass comes the NFT Acolyte Warriors. So the prizes for each event was one NFT skull pass plus the NFT from the community that the event that you won. So you, it sounds like you won two skull passes. So you're going to have two skull passes 
you're going to have two fight two fighters. You can put the fighters in any of our events, and then the Skull Pass has a bunch of cool utility, and we have a lot more content about that, which you can learn more about that as well. And then you get one NFT from the other communities as well too. So to be clear on what you want, it's uh, yeah, it's a pretty cool prize. Yeah, I think what you'll really start to see is it's still early, but when the strategy comes on, the big stables or the big armories or the big barracks is whatever you want to call is you'll have the best players that are the highest performing in our game want to have a pretty diversified group of fighters because they don't know if their fighter is going to be good in short term fights or long term fights or certain types of tournaments. So it's generally going to be a game where we really hope that um, it, it could be so, a, a period where someone only has one fighter and they just want to roll their luck every time, or they really understand their fighters and they think they have an advantage based off of the tournament structure on this X, Y, or Z type of fighter. So they, they keep a well-diversified group of fighters. So that's what gets exciting when the thing really starts to scale. So uh, I kind of just wanted to highlight that. When it comes to the first IP integration, um, you'll really start to see us announce things probably in the coming months. but. If it, if it hasn't been announced, the only thing that we've really formally have announced um, would be uh, the, the the combat fighters that I highlighted earlier. Um, and that was kind of probably prematurely announced. Uh, obviously, market conditions have, have changed uh, kind of our go-to-market strategy. But when we approach those IP integrations, we're really hoping that our partners and see uh, our marketing strategy will start to really uh, drive a lot of traffic for us. So when that's around, you'll see it and um, you'll definitely expect some co-marketing along with that. When it comes to the second part of the question, um, can you please repeat it? Or Joey, do you mind repeating yeah, yeah. it? Basically, he was asking about... Uh, I mean, it's a perfect question, right? Because he's basically talking about what we've been announcing, which is the relationship with the NFTs and being able to stake oh, them out yeah, and then partnerships yeah. with the guilds in terms of, which is which is kind of what we're focusing on right now. So, so yeah, you yeah. can expand on that. So basically, there's going to be massive opportunity and not only myself, but a lot of our executive team are huge believers in game five mechanics. So there's going to be a plenty of different types of co-marketing, co-branding, co-staking um, type of mechanics into the game. Um, so. Yes, there's going to be a lot of that. Um, obviously, generally, when you see those type of terms, you're going to need to incorporate those with um, in-game currency, which we're not there yet, but you'll start to see those in the coming months. Um, so so that's, uh, that's kind of just what I wanted to highlight on that end. Um, and there'll be definitely mechanics like leasing mechanisms. You'll start to see this Genesis Skull Pass worth a lot more money. Uh, just naturally because of its utility, uh, you'll start to see a lot of its utility come to life. Um, so yeah, so all of those things are very stuff that we're well aware of, but they're just further down in the roadmap, to be honest. And then Saba, question number one was that, will we see, I guess you kind of did answer that, right? You said if we didn't announce it, it, it yep. would We're not allowed we to announce anything. We don't know right. yet. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. But, 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 but we're actively talking if, if we're open to any conversations along those lines. Um, those conversations are getting started uh, for anticipation by the end of the year. Great, guys. Uh, thank you very much. You pretty much covered uh, uh, my questions. Uh, I'm uh, really looking forward uh, uh, to, you know, uh, the actual release of the game. I think that uh, 
uh, it is uh, really a good change, uh, you know, for once not to be actually uh, able to play the game. I mean, uh, in terms that I I have no control over my player. Uh, for example, Rekt uh, has no control over his player. Of course, my player will be superior. Uh, so I'm going to kick his ass easily. <laughs> Yeah, man, you got a good experience. You won it all. I lost the first round. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that, uh, you know, um, having a Web3-based game uh, with uh, some strategic uh, mechanism, uh, you know, uh, in order to train my player, uh, up- upgrade his, uh, his weapons or his uh, movements or anything. Uh, but at the same time, I, I have absolutely no uh, impact uh, to the actual gameplay i think it's uh, it's kind of entertaining uh, by itself so yeah I'm, uh, I, i'm really looking forward to it yeah i love how you highlighted that so uh, i know uh, a lot of us i think we're going to kind of wrap it up here shortly so i'll swing it back to joey but before you leave uh, i i did want to highlight a, a topic that you mentioned we really are firm believers in the games that are going to expand especially on this a front wave of trailblazing this industry will be fun. They'll be easy and they'll be uh, basically uh, an experience where anyone can play. If you have uh, a super complex game that's player controlled, it's going to be the same players that are winning, taking advantage of the system and that game will never scale to the masses. So we're really excited about um, the way that we set up our game on that, on that format and think that this is the right formula. Um, So again, great questions. Appreciate all your feedback. Um, with that being said, I'm going to take a step back and kind of let um, Joey probably log us out from here. Um, but thanks, everyone. Appreciate you yeah. guys. Thanks a lot, Saba. And uh, yeah, thanks, everybody. Giannis, appreciate the uh, the questions and the feedback. I followed you as well. So uh, we'll stay in touch. And uh, yeah, we communicate more as the game goes on. And uh, yeah, we're basically do updates in our Discord, updates on Twitter. And uh, yeah. So I'm excited. I appreciate you guys for coming on here. Rec, uh, Rec will, of course, man, for you guys uh, partnering with us and to other partners as well, too, for, for being a part of it. It was awesome. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to see a Wednesday event today. It's still going on right now. But then, yeah, it's back to back to the game development grind here. And we're putting on events uh, basically every day. We're trying to put on a couple events, I think two or three a day, and maybe some days for updates and we're, we're patching it in. We might have a, a day or two downtime. But yeah, right now we'll have participation in our Discord in the Valhalla group, which is for our spell pass holders only. So most conversation goes on in there. And uh and then yeah, we're putting stuff on Twitter, some stuff on YouTube and have our medium post for our, our updates and everything like that. So, so yeah, that's it. Saba, any parting words? Any anything else to add? That's all I got here. No, I appreciate everyone hopping in and this was uh definitely fun. I'm excited to see how this thing kind of ends here. Thanks everyone. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Thanks, guys. See you later, bud. Thanks a lot. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the NAP AMA, the NFT Alliance on Polygon, hosted by Taunt Battle World with One Planet, Wrecked Wolf, and more. Recorded on Thursday, August 11th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. 
Thanks for listening. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit, like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, handing reports in. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view. Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop. Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle. Kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Show me what that thing could do. Two plus two. Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch No shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pecker heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two